Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented from the Lighthouse Chapel International. This rich teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for everyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Reverend Samuel Sawyer is an anointed man of God with a special grace for teaching the Word of God and a unique passion for building people and positively transforming lives. He is currently the resident head pastor of the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral, Accra, Ghana. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teaching as taught in the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lift up your voice and pray to the Father above. Talk to him. Tell him that, Lord, my mind is alert. My heart is open. My body is here. Speak to me. Speak to me. Maria Sakataka Brosokotone. Shiri Bebiri Besikitiki Brosokotone. For this purpose was the son of man manifest to destroy the works of the devil. We declare that as we gather in fellowship, as we gather as a family, as we worship the Father above, in whom there's no shadow, there's no variableness, as we worship the one through God, Holy Spirit, speak to us that in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we shall not go out of this place the same. For your word which is sent forth, it will accomplish that for which you are sent forth. It shall not return unto you void. Use me, O Lord, speak through me. Let every gift be alive. Use my members, my hands, my mind as instrument of righteousness. I pray for everyone here. Those who came with a heaviness in their heart. I pray your word says that you will give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I declare that this is our portion. I declare that the lines have fallen onto us in very pleasant places. Your word says that at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. In your presence, Lord, there are good things. Help us that this Sunday morning it shall not be an empty morning, but you will visit us like never before. You will visit us. Visit us, O Lord. Visit us. 
visitors. I bless your name and I thank you on Jesus' name. Put your hands together. You may take your seats. Welcome. Put your hands together for them as they take their seats. We normally present um, a certificate to them. So, Brother Charles, if you can make sure you get their names spelled out well, and then we'll do that. Well, this morning, I was hoping to have finished preaching by 12.40. And uh, I hope to do that. Normally, our service should end at 1. But I want to end early. We don't have any meeting. Because tonight at 4.30, we want to join our headquarters, um, our headquarters, that's Morning Star, for a special convention called Family Matters Convention. Someone say Family Matters. And um, the convention will start at 4.30, so... There will be a bus here at what time? 3.30. Wow. So we'll put a bus in front here. 3.30. You don't know the place. Jump on the bus and make sure you are at Family Matters Convention. Listen, the devil, the Bible calls the devil a roaring lion looking or seeking for whom he will devour. If you don't take care, you can easily become a lion's lunch without being aware. So a convention like this, I want you to decide, even if you didn't decide, that I will go to Sakumono, I will go and listen. Bishop E.A.T. Saki will be ministering tonight at Morning Star. And um, I'm encouraging you. You know, yesterday I was driving home around 9 o'clock. We had a safe night here. And I got to a place, these are opening remarks, okay. The title of my sermon today is Give Me. Someone say, Give Me. <laughs> so just listen. As I was driving home, I got to a place where there was a casino. Casino. Or Lenone Achole Casino. I'm a fear gambling. Cha cha. And there was loudspeakers. And somebody shouting, Casino, 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 come inside. Plenty of prizes. Samsung Galaxy, come, come. I say, hey. In fact, the voice sounded like Eric. <laughs> In our chef, it wasn't Eric. <laughs> it wasn't Eric. And the person was, I say, hey, the world is getting more and more dangerous. So that if you don't find some church or you don't find a family like this to be part of, you can easily be, 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 be moved into something. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anyway. Today is the last Sunday of June. Next week, we are starting a new month, the month of July. And I believe that God has wonderful things for us in July. Someone say amen. As a church, we are going to have some crusades in the area. The first one is coming on this, um, this Friday. Friday, not Saturday. This Friday. Manjano, I believe. I want all of us to be there. We're going to reach out. And the whole of July, we are having dress down. Meaning that you wear not the usual Sunday clothes, but something semi-casual, jeans, t-shirt, stuff like that. But don't come and wear a leggings or some kind of, I am aware of something. It's like, oh, we are displaying. No. 
something just easy. Do you understand? If you wear a jacket, don't wear a tie. I mean, something like that. So that we can also invite people to church. Every Sunday, we'll do an akazu for the whole of July. All right, turn your Bible very quickly to Luke chapter 15. Give me the main thing that we'll preach about this whole week or this whole month is lessons from Luke chapter 15. And today's title is Give Me. Give Me. Give Me. If you've been in Lighthouse long enough, you would have heard the parable of the prodigal son being preached at least once or twice. And the Lord has laid on my heart to speak to you for a number of weeks on Luke chapter 15. Lessons from Luke chapter 15. Today's title will be specifically Give Me. Give Me. Give Me. Luke chapter 15, we read from verse 11 to the end of uh, the chapter to verse 31. Uh, almost 20 verses or so. I'm going to read all of it and then we will um, close the service. But I'm believing God and I'm believing the Holy Spirit that somebody sitting here will receive a new lease of life. Can I hear amen? Somebody will receive a whispering from the Holy Spirit telling him or her that he have a second chance. Can I hear amen? Last week, Kofi Annan he said that God is giving or he said Ghana has a second chance it was an article I didn't read it but it said God uh, Ghana has a second chance I don't know whether he was commenting about the case in the supreme hey I won't even mention it before I'm misquoted frail. <laughs> But I believe in the Supreme Court fully. And I think that we must pray for them. Don't criticize them. Pray for them. If you're a Christian, the Bible says we should pray for all of them that are what? In authority. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That's 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 going. Now look chapter whatever verse 15. Look chapter 15. If you are there say amen. Mm, I don't know. I'm excited about today. I don't know why but I can feel something in the air. Something 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 good is going to happen something good is in store we are together again we are together again just praising the love something wonderful something good is going to happen something good is in store we are together again we are together again, just praising the Lord. When you come to church, learn to be excited. Learn to put your troubles at the feet of Jesus. 
and learn to expect something wonderful from God. Tell somebody, I'm expecting something wonderful. Get up, go and look for five people and tell the person, give me. Give me. Give me. Tell the person, give me. Give me. Give me. Shiki brusukotori kibrasakatanda. Oh, yes. Luke chapter 15, reading from verse 11. Everybody looking into a Bible. Chrysler, it's good to see you. Everybody look into your Bible. It's a story of a man who had two sons. And Jesus is the one giving the story. It's one of the stories or the parables that he gave. He was speaking to Pharisees. He was speaking to Sadducees. These people were godly looking people. But inwardly, they were very, very unspiritual. He was also speaking. The Bible says and the scribes. And the sinners, they drew near to listen to him. So they were sinners. They were publicans. There were all sorts of people gathered. And Jesus gave the story. Listen to the story. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me. Underline the word give me. Or the phrase give me. Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. In other words, give me the inheritance that ye, uh, you have laid up for me anyway. Meaning your house in Latabiokoshi, your, um, how do you call it, shop in Kaneshi, and then the two cars that are doing business between Insaum and Asamankase. Give me one. Tell somebody, give me. Give me the portion of goods that fall to me. And the Bible says, and he divided unto them his living. I'm not here to make an eschatological analysis of this scripture or this passage because this passage has been the subject of many, many sermons, many, many discourses, many poems, many books. I'm just believing the Holy Spirit to speak to you even as I speak to you. Can I hear an amen? I said I'm believing the Holy Spirit to speak to you even as I speak to you. Verse 12, again, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And he divided unto them his living. Underline, give me, and underline them. We're going to read a lot of scriptures, so try not to fall asleep. Come along. Verse 13, and not many days after, meaning not too long, the younger son gathered all together. That word gather means that the property that he had received, he did what? He put it all in one. Meaning if he had to sell or li liquidate, the proper word is liquid, liquidize. Tell someone liquidize. Meaning he converted some of the property into cash. Oh. Some people like money. Hey. Some people when there's no money in the house, they are more than 
When you see their face, what can what lock the jaw? Papa no lock jaw. Not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. In other words, he started to live filambam. Tell somebody filambam. Tell somebody big time. Tell the person miliki. Tell the person biting. Tell the person spreading. Oi! Some people can live big oh. Riotous living. These are the people who can do three days party. I had a friend like that. She used to say that on Thursdays she would buy some drinks. Jack Daniels. I'd never heard of Jack Daniels but she told me there was something called Jack Daniels. She'd buy Jack Daniels, Beef Eater, uh, London Dry Gin, Black Label, White Horse. Hey! Pastor Wakasana Makai. The good old days. And you know what she'll do? We'll be sit down. She'll get into town. Thursday. And I asked her, what do you do? Say, Pastor, I go go clubbing. I say, eh? But why Thursday? He said, she. Or see, when she gets out on Thursday, she comes back on Monday. When she leaves the house on Thursday, she comes back when? On Monday. Tell somebody, riotous living. <laughs> Verse 14. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. I want you to buy it. He began to be what? In want. I'm taking the verses step by step because I want you to understand. I'm introducing and we'll continue next week. I want you buy it. Meaning he was in want. I have been in want before. I will not stand here and tell you I've never been in want before. I'll be a liar. Oh yeah, I remember when I drank a bag of tea for three days. Oh, what a shock. I remember one of my mates was telling me when they were in the secondary school in the boarding house, he said that one vacation he couldn't go home because he knew that there was nothing at home. So he couldn't even borrow money to take the transport because when he gets home, he knows there's nothing at home. So he chose to stay on the campus. So I asked him, how were you eating? He said, hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm a kitchen. Tell somebody, Dokunzu. That is the water from the kinky. Then he'll go and collect. I mean, as I speak, he's a doctor now. But I'm going to buy Hey! Maybe I won't want you that. But for those of you who are going through wants, I want to tell you that it is not permanent. Can I hear amen? amen. It is a seasonal thing. Can I hear amen? Charlie by Kamiwaldo. Somebody was telling me how he drinks water. He said, if you have to drink water, water, you have to wait for the rain to fall. I saw change. Emma, is you adding at all? As the rain is falling, 
Then he will put bucket outside. And then what will he do? The rain will fall into the bucket. Then he'll take a handkerchief. And then he'll pour the water into the handkerchief, into a basin to, to drain out the dirt. Then after that, he'll boil the water before you get water to drink. Yeesh. Tell somebody, Ahotri. Ahotri is the normal level. But when it gets higher, that one we call it Ahokri. <laughs> anyway, the Bible says, verse 15, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. A simple sentence like that can look simple unless it is explained. What do I mean? This story is set in the background of a typical Middle Eastern Jewish family. Typical what? Middle East Jewish family and then also typical of the first century. Are you listening to me? And a Jew in those days considered pigs to be one of the unclean animals to the extent that the mere consideration of even doing anything with a pig was inconceivable. The job of feeding or taking care of pigs would not, should not, could not have been done by a Jew because they considered pigs as unclean. So it shows how low he has sunk in his life. Somebody with me. I don't know how low you have sunk in your life. But as I read this passage, I want you to know that there's hope. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. There's hope. Because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9, it says that a living dog is better than a dead lion. And to him who is joined to the living there is hope. Let me hear an amen. amen. I said to him who is joined to the living. Once you are alive, there is hope. We want to continue reading. The Bible says, no man gave him. He wanted to eat the food of the pigs. But even that one, no man will give him. This was a situation reversed. I'm not in a hurry to finish reading, so don't also be in a hurry. How many of you have dogs in your house? Dogs? Dogs? Or oh, you have had a dog in your house before? Let me see. Dog, dog, dog. Me, me, I mean, I'm not too much a dog person. My wife is a dog person. <laughs> she can take care of a dog. The day I saw she can take care of a dog is when we got a dog and the dog needed, I don't know, was it an injection or something? Aha. Uh -huh. If your dog needs an injection, take it to the veterinary. My wife says she'll give the injection herself. I say, oh, by the way, we are tough. Thank God I married her. Uh, me, when I see the dog coming, I pass here, I pass here. But normally, when you have a dog in your house, if you notice sometimes when you are eating, the dog can come and lie there. La, la, la. Who has seen it before? The dog will just be lying there. And the dog will be doing what? Spying your food. Hoping. Believing God. Ah! Speaking in tongues. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Say, if God will touch your heart. Ha! So that you can just put small on the ground. Hey. This time, 
It wasn't the dog who wanted the man's food. It was the man who wanted the dog's food. It was the man who wanted the pig's food. It was the man, Mo, that as the pig, the dirty pig was eating, then the man was... What a shock. Can you think about it? It's a how low we can sink. There's something that an anomalous circumstance would have been despicable, would have been disgusting, distasteful, would have been so much of an eyesore that for some reason, this is the very thing that you now so desire. Somebody say mercy. Sometimes you have some men with beautiful wives, married, everything going for them. But for some reason, you find them chasing some, let me call her stupid, stupid. Let me call her fianga, fianga. And the last word is alili. My wife says, what is alili? Some trumpet, some 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 war. That is how how low you have sunk to, and you have left your wife. The men are not happy, so maybe I'll just switch quickly to the woman. You have a wonderful husband who loves you. Hey. Who cares for you? And then you are following Atia. What a shock. What a shock. There's no time to tell you a story. Otherwise, I'd have told you a certain story. Listen very carefully. No man gave him to eat. Verse 17 is a beautiful verse. And I want to take verse 17 personally. The subtitle is Give Me. Give me, give me. I believe that it's important to ask God to give you. I sincerely believe it because even Jesus Christ, when he had the opportunity to teach us how to pray, do you know what he said? He said that we should ask our heavenly father in verse 3 of Luke uh, 11, give this day so I don't think there's anything wrong in asking God to give tell somebody give me I don't think there's anything wrong in organizing a prayer meeting where in the prayer meeting you're going to ask for things but there's something else verse 17 are we in verse 17 of Luke chapter 11 Whoa. give me a couple of minutes and then we'll stop somewhere Verse 17, and when he came to himself, hey, look after 15, please. We are just following. If I have a slip of tongue, bear with me. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? In other words, he was beside himself. In other words, he had gone on an excursion. 
In other words, there was a point in time when his mind was not with him. There comes a time in your life when Sebita fracture is as if you are not straight, you are not normal. This was the situation this man found himself in. But the good news is that he came to himself. I want to speak to somebody. Maybe you are involved in things which are not proper. I want you to come to yourself. I want you to wake up. I want you to rise and tell yourself that, hey, the situation that I am in is not good. It's not good. I want you to tell yourself that I shall live and not die. I want you to tell yourself that this thing, it shall not conquer me. I shall conquer it. Anything you don't conquer, it conquers you. And when he came to himself, he said, listen to his soliloquy. He was speaking to himself. Nobody was around except the pigs. Sometimes you need to speak to yourself. Sometimes, not as a mad person, but as somebody who is making a resolution, a determinate declaration that you are no more going to do that thing again. He said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger. Verse 18. Maria Sakataka Brosokotoriki Brosokotonea. Are you in verse 18 of Luke chapter 15? I'm just about to close. And believe me, I'm not in a hurry at all. I will arise. I will arise. I will arise and build. I would arise. Turn to someone say, I would arise. Turn to someone say, Arise and shine. Give somebody a high five and say, Arise. He said, I would arise and I'll go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee are no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy high servants. Verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Verse 22. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the father calf, and kill it, and let us eat, and be merry. For this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost, and is found. And the Bible says, And they began to be merry. Why am I reading the scriptures for you? It's because God wants to make a party for you. That's the subject of another matter. But listen, as this father decided to make a party for this runaway boy, not knowing that there was another brother, somebody say another brother. This man didn't know that there was a party going on, and it's interesting. He, he didn't even know that that fatted calf had been killed, because all along he thought that the fatted calf was for him. Because what do you mean? His brother had left town. So he was there to take everything. He had not even been involved in the planning of the party. Have you thought about it? 
I'm sure his father knew that if he brought this boy to discuss the party with him, he go raise a looter, opposition man, opposition man. There are people like that in the church. They are not happy when they see other people being blessed. What? There are some people who even say that why is it that it's only the pastor who is sitting on a cushion chair? Nah, discrimination, democracy, equal rights for all. We no go agree. Elder brother, he came. I would have thought that a man of his status will go to his father and ask him, Daddy, what's this? What's this? What's this party? What, what I mean, Charlie, Daddy, Daddy, I can hear music. What's going on, Daddy? Daddy, Daddy, what's going on? And the daddy will tell him, you know what? Your brother, which I thought was lost, is now found. Your dad is alive. And then the, the older brother will say, Yeah, Daddy, Charlie, you organize party. Daddy, you be Charlie, be correct, man, but Daddy, oh, why not tell me? Charlie, so what, what can I do for the party? I can be a DJ. Oh, no, no. I can I can hey daddy, hey, party, hey, pore. No. He didn't go to the father. Rather, he went to one of the servants in the house. Somebody under normal circumstances he would not even talk to. Started asking him questions. What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? And when the, when the, when the servant told him, 28, he was angry and would not go in. Can you imagine how anger can cause you to 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 behave foolishly I said can you imagine how anger who has been angry here before mm, I can't see your hand I said who has been angry here before a lot of people have been angry those who have not been angry I salute you but go and check the nearest hospital whether you're a real human being. Maybe a robot or an alien who just came. <laughs> but I believe that anger is a legitimate human emotion. Only that Ephesians tells us that be angry but sin not. Sometimes it's what we do with the anger that's the problem. Is it not so? But anger is legitimate. But don't, 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 don't be careful that your anger. There's a verse in the Bible, I believe it's in James. The first book of the first chapter of James, verse 20, I believe. It says, The wrath of man worketh not, or does not work, or does not bring about the righteousness of God. So be very careful. Anytime you are angry, you should know that you are just about to move out of the righteousness of God. Are you with me? Let's go back to this. All the brother, and then I think we'll be closing. Verse um, we're on verse 28, isn't also? The Bible says. And he being angry, he was what? Angry. Ask somebody, have you been angry before? Ask him, are you even now angry? What did he say? He said, yes. Oi. And then, Mr. Me pastor, me here, body got. Oh, Lord of mercy and compassion. He will not even go in. Can you imagine how stupid it can be? That because of anger, something that is yours, you, don't, you cannot even enjoy it. You have become so angry. You've been angry at your wife. 
angry at your husband, angry at your pastor, angry at everybody. There's a party going on. You have the right of entrance, but you have bounced yourself. You have done what? Bounced yourself. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. Verse 29, and I will close. And he answering said to his father, the young man said to his father, Look, this many years I have served you. I have not done any mistake. Tell somebody, no mistake. This was prim and proper older brother. No mistake. He doesn't want to do like he's any mistake. I mean, a Pharisee's attitude. Hey, don't, don't, I don't make any mistake. Me, I know I make mistakes. If you don't know, ask my wife. If you are married, you know you make mistakes. In fact, you think you are a perfect person until you marry. Husbands, amen. amen. Wives, amen. amen. Said, neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gave me a kid, that is a baby goat, that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which has devoured thy living with harlots. Harlot is an old English word for prostitute. Thou hast killed for him the fatty calf. And listen to the father. And he said unto him, Son, verse 31, Thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead, and is alive, and was lost, and is found. Somebody say, give me. I'll close this service, but I want you to ask yourself a question. This young man initially said in verse 12, Give me. I don't think there's any problem with the request. Give me. I think that he knew enough of his father's love that if he were to ask, Matthew 7, verse 7, he would receive. If he were to seek, he would find. If he were to knock, it will be opened. That's one kind of Christian who knows how to ask. May you know how to ask in Jesus' name. My problem was what he did with what he received. Because don't forget that both the elder son and the younger son, they both got something. Do you understand? My problem was what he chose to do. He chose rather to go and do what? Spread it. He chose rather to go and do what? Use it for riotous living. I think that's where the problem lies. And everyone sitting here, listen to me, everybody look at my face. I personally believe that for all of us sitting here, God has granted your request. The issue may be, what are we doing with it? Because the Bible doesn't say that it was a bad thing. Because the request, even the father went to the extent of giving the elder son also. Meanwhile, the elder son had not asked anything. If it was that bad, we wouldn't have heard the father say, the, the, the Bible says, and he divided unto them his living. Are you listening to me? But the issue is, what are you doing with what God has given you? Tell somebody, give me. You may, you, may, you, may, you may be a beautiful girl. What are you using your beauty for? You may be 
a rich person. You have money. You have money. What are you using the money for? Are you using it to help to make the church nice? Are you investing? I remember after the second service, a woman came to me. And out of the blue, she said, Pastor, do you need a printer? I've not told her anything, but we need a printer. And then she said, you see, I have this printer. I think I want to give it to you. What are you doing with what God has given you? And on top of that, you keep on asking for more. Meanwhile, there's something that you already have. I'm closing. I'm coming to the runway. My undercarriage is out. I am about to touch down. Give me! And then he took off. Some of you, 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 you receive one gift. One gift. Because you are sorry. Light out for more, 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 sorry. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't respect the anointing. Just one gift. Me in this church, if I show that me, I can do something. The pastor will use me. Me, I know these people. I know these church people. They always want to see who has something. That's why me, I don't mix mix with. When I come to church, I just, I just, I just sit down and then after church. I just go because if, if I let the pastor know that I have something, share. You correct all. Give me. Bible says not many days after he took his journey into a far country. Some of you you have been given things, but what are you doing with it? Listen, the older brother. He had also been given something. What did he do with it? He chose to hide it. He chose. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 25 verse 14, is like a man traveling into a far country who called his servants and gave unto them talents. That's the kingdom of heaven. Everybody has been given something. Romans 12 verse 3 says, God has given unto every man a measure of faith. No one here can say you don't have something. The only thing is, what are you doing with what you have? What am I doing what I have? This older brother chose to do what? He chose to keep quiet. In fact, the older brother's idea of celebration had, had, had nothing, nothing of his father inside. Because in verse 29, he said that this many years, he said, look, this many years have I served you. I have not transgressed. And you have not even given me a baby goat to celebrate with my friends. The, the older brother's mind concerning celebration was not inside the house. Some of you, you have gifts, you have things. And you choose to display outside the church. Yourself comes when you are at work and they are talking. You make contribution, then you talk. But when you come to the church, Nothing to offer to the house of the Lord. You used to be 1982 
dance champion. Say, when you are breaking, Michael Jackson takes notes. But when you are in the church, it's like you have been baptized in super glue. Hey! Hey! Tell somebody, give me. Everybody stretch forth your hands. Look into your hands. And then I want you to ask a question. What has God given me? Ask that question and listen for the answer. Can you steal the keyword? Can we have silence in the room? Ask, what have you given me? God, what have you given me? Look into your hands. You see, there's a thought passing through your head. You are remembering things. Unlike the older brother who chose to complain, if he had realized that he had something already, he could have helped and invested more. He was a son in the house, but he had the mentality of a slave. He can be a son in the house. He can be a, a born-again Christian. You belong to a family, a proper church, but you still have a certain mentality. You don't care about what goes on. You have something. Listen to the response as you ask, God, what have you given me? What have you given me? What have you given me? Maybe you have, you have a brain. Maybe you are sharp with calculations. Have you ever come to see the pastor and say, Pastor, I want to help with your calculations? Maybe, maybe, maybe you, have, you, have, you, have, you have something. Maybe you're a beautiful girl. Beautiful. You can do something with your beauty. But you've gone around sharing it. What do you have in your hands? Maybe you can talk. But you don't talk in church. If it's a political discussion, you'll be there. I've closed the service. If the Holy Spirit is still speaking to you, listen to him. I've done my part. This week, we'll look at something else. Another lesson. Father, we worship you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Maybe you have prayed, give me. And you have been given, but you have not even seen it. Because your attitude stinks. Your attitude is that you cannot even see what God has given you. You cannot see. You cannot see a beautiful relationship you have. You cannot see. You cannot count your blessings. Mm. 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 maybe you have been given something but you are wasting it you are wasting it you are wasting it you are wasting it I speak into your life now may you no more waste may you no more spend on riotous living may you come to yourself May you say, I would arise. Maybe you are thinking that all is lost. You have gotten to the lowest of the lowest. 
I like the boy. He remembered. Remember what is in your father's house. Remember that God is waiting for you. Remember that there's a party waiting for you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord, somebody. Maria Sak. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For copies of this message and other messages by Reverend Samuel Sawyer, please contact the following numbers 0243210323, If you are calling from outside Ghana, please begin with 00233 and email us at samsoya at yahoo.com. We invite you to visit us every Sunday morning at the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral, former Olympia Cinema, at 6.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m., and 10.30 a.m. Our youth and children's service also come on at 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. On Thursday evenings, we meet from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. God bless you.